0: Hi, and welcome to a new episode of Amazing Sounds, Astounding Music. Today, we're talking about a particular genre which became extremely popular in Britain between 1968 and 1975. It has been called differently during the years, uh, and lately critics seem to have agreed around the term British folk rock. I intend to explore the legacy of bands such as Fairport Convention, Steel Span, Pen or Pentangle, and their mix of folk, modern psychedelics and sometimes a bit of prog music. These British bands decided to reinterpret folk traditional tunes with a modern and electric sensibility or sometimes play a rock song or an electric guitar as if it was an old folk tune. Also, we're exploring what happened to this style of music later on and how it has strangely disappeared from mainstream after having been wildly popular for about 5 or 6 years. It was considered so cool that one of the greatest British rock band of the time, Traffic, decided to give it a go for the Reunion album and recorded a traditional song which has become iconic. It was 1970 and this is called John Bardicorn Must Die by Traffic.
1: So so sharp.
0: The popularity of British folk rock led bands like Led Zeppelin or Strobes to incorporate folkish elements in their heavy blues or bands like Jetrothal or even T-Rex to be considered prog folk but where did it come from and which bands started it? In the middle of the 60s, both in the US and the UK, there was a renewed interest in the traditional music. Uh, let's think about Woody Guthrie or Bob Dylan, Pete Seeger, Joan Baez in the States or Ewan McCall or Bert Lloyd or institutions like the English Folk Dance and Song Society in Great Britain. The revival was probably political. The interest in the traditional music of the people, the folk music especially in England, was linked to a strong unionism and socialist politics. It aimed to re-give the dignity to songs which had probably been sung in pubs or at popular fairs or at country gatherings. The result was basically a bunch of hippie musicians with drums and electric guitars. Not the first, but probably the foremost band to play this music were Fairport Convention. Formed in 1966 in North London, the band was hailed as the British Jefferson Airplane, and honestly their first self-titled record failed to make an impression, even though they toured British festivals quite extensively. It was only with the arrival of folk singer Sandy Denny that the band started to build a solid reputation and distinctive sound that came to be known as British folk rock. But it was only with their fourth album, Legion Leaf, that they were able to blend psychedelic rock and folk. It was not the first time that this had happened, but Fairport were the first ones to do it extensively in all the songs of an album, and from Legion Leaf, Let's listen to Tom Lynn This album, though, arrived only after a tragic event. On the 12th of May 1969, on their way home from a gig at Birmingham, Fairport's van crashed on the M1 motorway. Martin Lambeau, the drummer, who was aged only 19, and Jenny Franklin, Richard Thompson's the guitar player uh, girlfriend, were both killed. The rest of the band suffered various injuries and they were going to quit everything, but then they were sent in isolation by their manager to the countryside in Hampshire, where they retreated and came up with the record with Legion Leaf.
2: sailor's life it is a merry life he robs young girls of their heart's delight leaving That all.
0: What you've just heard was A Sailor's Life, which as you can see is a great mix between folk, rock and psychedelia, and that showed the potential for modernity of this traditional genre. Fairport were not the only band to play folk rock, another great band was Pentangle, featuring two of the greatest folk musicians of the time, Bert Jansch and John Rainburn, and great vocalist Jackie McPhee. Pentangle had a more jazzy twist on folk rock and became one of the greatest British bands of the time. From their third album, Basket of Light, out in 1969, we're going to listen to their take on the traditional song, House Carpenter*.
1: And I'll go along with me. I will take you to where the grass grows green on the banks of the
3: river. Deer.
2: your command shall be. She took her to babe's ball. Well, she hadn't been gone But a short, short time Until she wept full soar I would give all the good in this wrong world Just to see my legs once more
1: If you had all the gold and the silver too That ever did cross the sea You never would be at land anymore And your babes you will never more see
2: Though they hadn't been sailing but ashore short time about two weeks three or four when the ships sprang a leak and they were doomed and they were far away from the shore i see bright hills Tell my dear Where you and I must go
0: One year later, Pentangle recorded *Cruel Sister*, from which we're going to listen to the title track.
2: There lived a lady by the North Sea shore, lay the bend to the Bonnie Broom. Two daughters were the babes she bore. La, 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 la. One grew bright as is the sun Lay the bend to the bonnie broom So cold black grew the elder one la 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 he loved the other
0: by Fairport Convention bass player Ashley Hutchings, after infamous road accident that almost brought to the end of the band, we have the third great folk rock band of the time, Steel Ice Pan, which were active from for most of the part of the 70s and were active on and off for the next 30 years, just like the other folk rock bands we heard so far. From the album Now We Are Six, uh, we're going to listen to Drink Down The Moon and 700 Elves. The fourth great British rock folk band was another spawn of Fairport Convention's Steel Ice Band, again led by Ashley Hutchings, the best player who had been in both bands. This was called Albion Band. Of course, there was another great singer, and uh, it was Hutchings' wife, Shirley Collins. They were active until 2013 and produced countless records under slightly different names. Albion Dance Band, Albion Country Band, Albion Christmas Band, and they have worked with the best folk rock musicians available. From their No Roses record of 1971, we're going to listen to The Murder of Maria Marta. These four bands formed the heart of British folk rock. There were other bands playing here and there folk rock as well, we've mentioned before Jetrotal or The Strobes, which worked with Sandy Denny too, or Fotheringay, Sandy Denny's project after she left Fairport Convention, and many many others, but we can agree that British folk rock was defined by the four bands we have mentioned and listened so far. And before moving on to present days, let's listen to a song by Fotheringay. It's from their only album and it's called The Banks of the Nile.
2: Of no. Thank mm-hmm. you. all the
0: British folk rock started losing its commercial appeal in the second part of the 70s. But why? What happened after 1975? The main theory is that the birth of punk rock completely changed the way people listened to music and most of the 70s hard rock and prog rock bands saw their popularity dwindle. Folk rock suffered a fatal blow and went more and more underground. Of course, folk continued to influence music, so uh, musical styles like folk punk or Celtic folk rock or even folk metal were born, but I am not sure that those genres can be directly connected to British folk rock bands like Pentangle, for example. For some reason that particular style of music only survived thanks to the bands we've heard and to the festivals which continued to attract good crowds. One for example is Fairport's Crop-Ready Convention in Oxfordshire, headed by Fairport Convention and where through the years bands like Big Country, The Levelers, UB40, Status Quo, Strobes, Steel Ice Pen, Oyster Band, J. Trotal, and many others have played. Another very active duo are singer Shirley Collins. Was put out countless records. And husband Ashley Hutchings, bass player of the bands we've already mentioned, um, they have continued producing great work. And for example, Ashley Hutchings um, did a lot of work uh, with um, more traditional folk. But this song we're going to listen to it's from 2018 uh, work called "Street Cries." It's a collaboration which, uh, with the uh, Irish songwriter Cara Dillon and this is a classic, he's young but he's growing.
2: Oh father, dear father, you've done me too much wrong, you've gone and got me married to a boy who is too young, for he is only 16 years and I am 21 my darling boy is young but he's growing oh daughter dear daughter it's you who have done wrong for you and he together have gone and got a son and he must have a father when i Darling boy is young, but he's growing. One day, as I was walking down by the college wall, I saw.
0: But generally, apart from the great old musicians carrying the torch, so to say, uh, most of the folk rock bands of that type have really gone underground, and today it is very difficult to see them outside of England. Many don't even have a Wikipedia page, and strangely, in time of great music style revivals, these has been the less revived of the music genres. Yet, there are a few very interesting bands playing around. Humbling Ghost, for example. They record for Withered Hands Records and hail from London, playing what they call a heavy psychedelic folk rock. They have three records out and from their second album we're going to listen to The Good Old Way. Trumbling Ghost, my friends, visit their Bandcamp page and buy their records. Another very interesting band produced by Lee Dorian's Rise Above Records are Gully Beggars. From their 2017 album, Heaton Helms, let's listen to The Girl I Left Behind Me. cool contemporary band are Mary Jane, which define themselves a weird folk band from Southampton. They've been active since the mid-90s and are still active today, even if their last record dates back to 2013. From their fifth record, called Eve, let's hear their take on the traditional two corbis. Also, we need to talk about The Owl Service, whose name is inspired by young adult fantasy novel of 1967 by Alan Gardner. Owl Service were formed in 2006 and retired from public production ten years later. Owl Service were basically a solo project of musician Stephen Collins, who would record with various helps during the time of activity of the band. From their third album, The View From The Hill, we're going to listen to Cruel Mother Thank mm-hmm. She's so to his uncompromising ethics based on independence and do-it-yourself ethic. All service self-produced their last record, significantly titled "Is Pride, No Spear, No Friend, which was mostly ignored by press and public and was the proverbial last nail in the coffin of the project and that's a great shame because his record is absolutely brilliant. Listen for yourselves. Kisses. from Scotland, prog folk experimental band Trembling Bells with seven albums uh, is very, very, very um, intriguing. The last album they produced is called D'Angeles and it's from, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing this correctly, and it's from 2018. Uh, But we're going to listen to a song which I like uh, very much from their second album called Abandoned Love. And we're going to listen to Adieu, England. south of that, around Northumberland, Hale's musical collective The Shining Levels, who last year recorded an album inspired by Ben Meyer's novel The Gallows Pole. From the aforementioned record, let's listen to Slow Past the Autumn Clouds. i Another very very important band of the uh, contemporary uh, folk rock scene of uh, Great Britain are called Rowan Amber Mill and I'm reading from their Bandcamp page. Since 2007 the Rowan Amber Mill have been purveyors of Woodland Folkadelica Alt Folk. Releases include Folk Devils and Moral Panics, Midsummers, and Heartwood. The Book of the Lost, recorded with Emily Jones, Silent Night Songs with Angeline Morrison, the folk horror collection Harvest the Ears, we will have to discuss definitely folk horror in one of the next episodes, but for the moment let's just keep it uh, aside for a while. Let's listen to their song Blood and Bones, taken from 2008 mini-album Folk Devils and Moral Panics.
4: We do know his name There's the squire and master The horses he'll run lame But for the squire and master We'll play the game
0: We'll play the game To conclude this episode, it is impossible to ignore Eliza Carty, daughter of folk pioneer Martin Carty and folk singer Norma Watterson of the Watterson's, a, a, a legend of English folk. She has taken on the job to continue the family tradition and her music is very contaminated though. She likes experimenting with different genres and she doesn't disdain pop. But in this case we're going to listen to a typical British folk rock number from 2013 album Wayward Daughter. The song is called Worcester City. And there are plenty more bands playing a very interesting mix of traditional British folk and modern music. Some follow the narrow Lee line that we decided to describe during this episode, others tend to blend other influences in their artistic mix. As usual, you will find some resources on our podcast and Facebook page for further research if you are interested. Thank you for having listened to another episode of Amazing Sounds Astounding Music. Sweet dreams, my friends!